Hey everybody, it's another episode of the Household Podcast, and I want to apologize for the previous episode where my microphone was going crazy and like a maniac on the audio levels and the volume, so please do not hate me. I'm trying to fix it for some reason. My microphone Blue Yeti is is having problems uh, and it's probably because I have the gate too high or I'm speaking too close to the microphone. So I apologize. I apologize. So I'm going to speak a little calmer today. So I'm not overhyped for this episode, but I wanted to let you know how I came up with my startup idea. So if you haven't figured me out yet, you should. My name is Stefano Suloyo. I am, yes, a host of this podcast where I ask people questions about how so and how they create certain things. But right now, I'm taking these series to kind of ask myself these questions. But I also run a startup called Carevocacy, which is a platform that matches seniors with tech tutors so they can stay connected, learn new skills, and really provide some new economic opportunities for them. So why did I start this and why did I come up with this idea or how I became to it? Well, what I actually did not originally want to do this. I wanted to do something else. I actually wanted to develop an app uh, to do on-demand home care. But, you know, as things changed, the pandemic came, I had to pivot. And I thought I still wanted to be part of this industry that are, that are building products and tech uh, services or products for older adults. And I thought the best way to go about it was tech education. And I thought, because every company in this space was building something for seniors, their end user was not even able to use it. So I thought I'd come in and be that niche specific service that could really tutor, create custom curriculum, and really guide that older adult at a point in their life where they believe in themselves to be able to learn new things and really, really take advantage of the internet, just like how we're able to do that on a daily basis. Uh, but the startup process uh, of that idea was really difficult uh, because, you know, sometimes you go back and forth about how you should do it, or you could just mimic or copy somebody else's idea, which anyway, I took inspiration, as I like to say from others. I really did really look at the industry of my space of age tech, which is, as I probably just shared with you about building technology for seniors, or anybody who's aging, I really looked at all these other companies that are doing similar things and just trying to figure out what is that little thing that they can't seem to solve on their own because they wanted to create something more technical or more grandeur. So I thought I would come in and do this labor part to be able to teach their own older adults. And you know, it's been really great, honestly, because of the pandemic and fortunately. The increased need of older adults to be able to want to learn technology has, has heightened up really. And it has made every conversation on the sales process side really, really easy because everybody knows the need. But as a founder, when you're looking to start with an idea, my advice for you is make sure it's something you're really passionate about because I, because a lot of things that we like to think about is we just want to you know, build something just to build something. And what I mean by being passionate about the startup idea, you want to be passionate about solving a problem. I think for a lot of founders, uh, who, regardless of what space they're in, they forget that they're trying to solve somebody else's problems. Now, some problems could be of your own, but it has to be big enough that you can 
validate why this is bigger than your own problem. And sometimes people don't realize that. I think it's important important to realize again that you're solving somebody else's problem and somebody else is going to pay you to solve that problem, not you to solve your own problem. Um, you're not going to pay yourself, are you? <laughs> I'm digressing. But the point I'm trying to say is, is when I came up with my startup idea, I really looked around the industries that were really trending. You're talking about fintech, crypto, you're talking about all these other things that are really on the high rise. And I thought, you know, to really pick on something that was not necessarily popular, but I knew that it was going to be needed. And that's why I realized something that had to be working with um, older people or, or things that would help us age throughout life could really be the, what do you call this, the pushing point, the, 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 the thing that would really uh, provide us the next step of uh, an opportunity, or uh, I think I was really looking for something where I could carve out a piece of the industry and make it my own. And it's hard sometimes to figure that out in, a, in, in other places as well. But I highly encourage you to look into something that is one, sustainable, that's going to be there long term, that's also trending on the high right now. And I think if you're really trying to build a startup, those are the key things that you want to look into. Uh, I also had so many resources and so many friends that also helped me push up this idea. So it was a lot of validation process, honestly. And, you know, I'm so grateful there were also other companies in the space before me to be able to pave the way to really get me to, you know, creating this startup. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, an idea is just an idea until you actually do business with that startup idea. And sometimes you may not, your initial idea may not actually make any money. So that maybe that isn't your startup idea, but that's something that is making money is your startup idea. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Uh, but I just wanted to share with you how I came up with mine because one, it was from a personal experience. Two, I just realized and researched a lot that this industry or this space was going to be growing and needed in the techs next five to 10 or even 20 years, to be honest with you. Um, it was so, it was so going to be that it still is going to be like that. And the third, I knew that it was within my own skill set and responsibilities that this is the best thing I could do. And, you know, I'm not a technical founder. I am a marketing major a college student and a caregiver. And there were many things that I couldn't do to build a startup. And I still needed to rely on my strengths and the abilities that I had currently to be able to do something about it. I just didn't want to, you know, sit around and hope and quote, unquote, be that startup founder that was saying that we're building this, but really not in that process yet. I still wanted to continue to do something while being in this space. And I think we have to realize as founders that Sometimes the realistic things and the things that we have to do isn't always the easiest, but it's like the necessary things for us to really push forward and makes ourselves different from other people. As I said in the last episode, I tend to call myself a pragmatic optimist. As much as I hated the idea of pivoting uh, from my business, original business idea, I knew that I needed to realize that I couldn't build what I originally wanted. What I could do in the moment is just use what I was given and use what I had in the moment and, you know, really, really explore myself and what I could do in my own abilities and things as I could do as a, as a startup founder. And I think sometimes people don't get that realistic advice. They just want to hear like, 
oh yeah, you're doing really well. Yeah, that's 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 really a great idea. But that no one really understands what it takes to build the idea or to really get it grounded and tested and make it where it is. And I think sometimes you have to do the hard work to do that. And uh, no one realizes that. So I may have repeated myself, by the way. So if I did, uh, I probably won't have made any sense. But I'm just being honest here with you, you know, coming up with the idea was really, really because of a personal experience and just really the support from other people. I'm really grateful of that. Now, if you have trouble with coming up with a startup idea, don't be a stranger. Uh, DM us on our on our Instagram at HowSoPodcast, uh, or you can also DM me at my personal uh, Instagram, which is Stefano Saloyo, um, and really just ask those questions. You know, we're here to support you. I'm here to support you to help you really come up with that with that startup idea. If you ever need help with that. Don't be a stranger and share the podcast as well. I don't, I'm not really asking for any financial return, but if you enjoyed this episode and you just needed that kind of person to talk you through this idea, I can be that person. Or if you want, you can send us a message and tell me a little bit about what you want to hear in our episodes in the future. So again, I apologize for being a loudmouth in the last one. Hopefully the microphone and the Descript program that I'm using has changed that for me. But I appreciate you for listening so much. You guys are awesome. I really, 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 really appreciate the support. And as I said, keep asking those questions. How so? Be curious. And I'm telling you, that startup idea is going to come so quickly or it's going to come at the time when you so needed the most and you're going to go back and look at yourself and be like, wow, I just did that. I just came up with that idea. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going, to, I'm going to stop talking here. Have a great day. Have a great time and stay curious, everybody. See ya.